We've got a lot of good things to be chatting about today. So good afternoon, everybody. You got me, Jeff Baggins, and Mike Puma as we grow. Raquel, Scott, welcome aboard. Welcome into the room. Boom, boom. Courtney, Jamie, Nancy, Mike, let's get Chris in here. All right. So today, we're going to have a lot of fun. We had a great team meeting this morning. And Mike and I were leading it. We do every day, but on Monday mornings, Mike and I do by ourselves. And we were chatting about how to really simplify the world. And that's not a little broad, simplify the world. Simplify your business. Because this world right now is not simple at all, as we all know. So how do you simplify the business? Because the, the biggest issue we're facing right now is, I'm sure all of your markets are the same or very similar, is... How are we going to get some more inventory? So we're going to have two different parts about today. One is going to be about how are we going to declutter and clarify your niche on social to get business now versus how are we going to clarify and get business in the future? Because both are critical functions of our business. One feeds you next month and one feeds you for the rest of your career. So those are some of the, the topics we're going to talk to. So, And we'll have for some participation some questions and q a some thoughts so if you guys have any questions just hit your um hit the raise your hand button we're happy to answer questions as we as we go along here so for those who i don't know yet and i'm jeff beggins and we're brokers here i'm broker century 21 uh, beggins partner here in, in central florida we got a bunch of offices we have a really cool cloud-based brokerage now too inside of century 21 called century 21 b3 um, literally coached thousands of agents before. And this is just, we're not pitching anything. We're not selling anything. We're not trying to get anybody into coaching. We're not trying to do crapola. Um, truly giving back. We've been doing this for a long time. And so you're going to see us every day um, at 2.30 is our time. So Mike and I are, are hosting this room soon. We'll become a club. And we will be bringing you guys value every single day. And that's our plan. So that's what we've been doing. I've passed 30 into 30, sold a ton of property, hundreds of millions of bucks worth. And we've done... 60,000 transactions, been doing this for a long time. So that's my bio, quickly, version of it, more of it's in the profile. And then Mike, introduce yourself. Mr. Mike Kuma, he's our CMO. Yeah, so I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Century 21 Beggins and a partner in BE3. And we've uh, been involved with Jeff and a couple other businesses that we have, e-commerce businesses, and uh, got involved in real estate a few years ago with them, and we've been crushing it ever since. So realistically, I try and take, after coaching hundreds and working towards thousands of agents um, in the social media realm now, I've just tried to take a very simplistic approach. You know, as I listen to a lot of these other sessions that have happened on uh, on Clubhouse, there's so much value and so much, so many, so much instruction happening. Yet at the same time, so much complication, right? And from a social perspective, I think we get really, really lost, um, and we look at it so often as a marketing-only platform, and it really isn't. It's just a communication platform, but it gives us the ability to communicate and connect at scale. And when used properly, it can be super effective and, and a huge part of your business and a huge part of future business by planting seeds and staying top of mind and building brand and really owning a niche. 
The problem is that we complicate it, right? We want to build funnels and we want to use AI and we want to use all these things. And those things have a place. But for the everyday agent, I don't believe that it's necessary most of the time. And realistically, if we just get back to the roots of how social really works, how the algorithms work, then we can really leverage those and manipulate those to actually build a following, build our sphere, build our niche. And so that's really, I think, where we kind of want to start today is just kind of taking a step back, simplifying the social media process, right? And how we, how we use and leverage the platforms to either discover your niche and or actually work it. Um, and there's so, and that doesn't mean you're not limited to one either, right? Like for those of you that don't know me, um, I'm a huge Washington football team fan, formerly the Redskins. Um, and, you know, there's a whole niche of Washington football team fans who live in my area. That is a niche. That doesn't mean that I also can't work another niche, right? So that's the other beautiful thing about socials. It gives us the ability to have these kind of micro niches that when we can get super contextual with, we can bring value to each of those niches all at the same time, which is, which is really powerful. It's something that would be really hard to do in person or, or really in, through any other type of medium. So that's my passion. That's what, uh, that's what I do for our agents. We've got about 400 plus of them uh, in our brokerage. And, you know, Jeff and I, over the last couple of years, have been producing a ton of content to agents all over the country and the world. And uh, so when Clubhouse rolled out, we got really excited to be able to bring some of that uh, that teaching here as well. Great, great intro on this one. All right, so we're going to touch on a lot today, and I want to get your your feedback and your your input as we go. So first thing I want to hit on is short term, right? Because there's ways to leverage these tools in different ways. Number one, you definitely want to be top of mind. We all know that that's the whole beautiful game about social we get agents that are crushing and do exclusively social nothing but that and it gives them more more business and money than know what to do with right some people aren't as good at that one and they like the other 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 lanes of getting business and that's fine too but right now i don't no matter which market you're in i know we have a problem we all have a similar problem in the business and it's it's inventory or lack thereof so one of the calls to action we were doing this morning talking with our group is You've got to wake up. You've got to get urgent. You've got to, we got to solve this problem, guys. So a major call to action is required. We're going to be talking to people and saying, hey, look, let's be honest for a second. We have in our market a little over a month's supply of homes. And your market's probably the same no matter where you are. If you don't do something to get more inventory on the market, you're going to have a big problem. What if, what if we end up with very few properties on the market? What if people do buy them up? You've got big hedge funds still buying. You've got all kinds of pressures there and you're not going to have inventory. So rather than complain, like most agents do, and people are talking, I don't have any inventory. The inventory is low, inventory is low. Let's go do something about it. So the issue is what do you actually do and how do you leverage social and all these different platforms to, in order to do that? So what we we're talking about this morning was going back and forth about how do we get your sphere right? Either your closed sphere or your extended social sphere or followers to actually pay attention and talk to them and talk to you and, and get them to work for you. So the, it's the call to action would be, say, say Raquel, I don't met you yet. You're down in the room watching. So if Raquel was one of my friends in my sphere, 
I would say, Raquel, listen, you know people I don't know, right? And I really need your help. We're having a major problem in this business right now. Literally, we have as a company thousands of buyers that are pre-approved, ready to buy, and they can't find what they want to buy right now. Now, you know people I don't know. Who do you know that's even remotely considering selling right now? Who's getting married? Who's getting divorced? Who's having kids? Who? What's going on in your world? Now, there's a couple of steps to that, number one. If I just ask Raquel that, she's going to say, hmm, great question, Jeff. Um, nobody, but I'll keep you top of mind. Have a nice day. As soon as I do that, I've just shot myself in the foot because it was easy for her to, to let go of, of this conversation, to easily, politely dismiss me because she it was asked, it was answered, move on. She has no guilt. I'm not going to let her off the hook that, that well. I'm going to go a little bit deeper and say, hey, listen, Raquel. I need your, I really need your help real quick. Who do you know? And if I know if she's got kids or she's got some similarities, of course, I would know her more and say, okay, think about your kids. Think about people in school. Think about the PTA. Think about kids' softball teams. Think about people around who's getting married, who's getting divorced, who's having twins, who lost their job, who's getting promoted. But all these different questions I'm asking her directly, and it's forcing her brain to search in smaller little segments and smaller little chunks. So if she does that, now that's that's something that's totally accessible. She can actually form that search and she's going through and she could say, okay, my kids, friends, PTA, schoolroom, there's 20 families there. Let me do a quick sort. How about these people? No, yes, no. But now I can actually give her instructions on what to actually do to help me find business, right? And she's going to want to help me because she's my friend. So this is like instantaneous. So how do you do this? You reach out to your friends. We use tools like auto networks. We'll talk about shortly. And, you know, it's different the way you reach out on Facebook. It's different the way you reach out on Instagram. It's totally different. You reach out on LinkedIn. You can do some funny things reaching out on TikTok. But it's that's the issue. So let's talk for a second just about short term. How do we leverage this message to your sphere and how do you segment out? So, Mike, let's go into that first. Yeah, I mean, short term, right, where we're trying to solve that problem immediately. The very first thing we need to understand is that we all have different levels to our sphere, right? We have those that are friends and immediate family, best friends, some people that are very close, where literally messaging them and saying, hey, yeah, I know you need, I need help, right? I need you to reach out to your friends and family for me because I, we have a big problem. Right. I was I used the example this morning. You know, I had a conversation over the weekend with my dad who does not live locally. And we talked about fantasy football and the Redskins and everything else. But we never talked about real estate. But if I really wanted to leverage my dad to help me, I guarantee you, if I called him right now and said, Dad, listen, work's going really well, man. But I, God, man, I'm in trouble. Like we literally I'm out of inventory. I got nothing. If you could, as you talk to people that you obviously know people I don't know, if you could just ask them all right, what's going on in their world, if you hear of anyone that is looking to do anything real estate related, please tell them to call me because we are we desperately need inventory. Guess what my dad's going to do? I guarantee you by the end of the week, he will have referred me somebody. And if I do that to my closest friends and family and actually turn my influencers into influencers for me, that's one way to get short-term business, but that's not going to work for everyone, right? That's not going to work for the person that you're friends with on Facebook that you haven't seen in five years, because quite honestly, they don't owe you that, right? There's not enough relationship there. 
So the conversation may be a little different. You probably have to bring them some value. Now, one of the tools that we use to do this is a tool called Auto Networks. And so for those of you that aren't too familiar, um, if you want to message me, uh, you know, or actually I guess you can't message me, but my contact information will be in my profile. Um, connect with me there if you want to learn more about this program, but it's $150 software. It's not our software. We're not selling you anything. Um, but this software allows you essentially to go into it. You connect your Facebook account. You can actually pull your entire friends list from Facebook, segment them out the way that you want, and with the touch of a button, message every single one of them a personal message. So to get this across at scale, I could literally type that message, hey, you know someone that I don't know, who do you know in your world that's moving around, have, you know, getting divorced, having a baby, doing something real estate wise, because right now more than ever, they need our help because the market is so crazy, but also we, I need inventory, right? You could send that message to your entire Facebook sphere with the touch of a button using auto networks and it's $150 software one time, right? And, so, and uh, what's, what's great about that too, is you could totally segment out. So if I wanted to go through my whole friends list, I can click on the ones that I do not want to include. Let's say I don't want to, I want to send it to everybody except other agents, right? Well, that's, uh, then I want to send it to only friends from high school or for college or just people locally in the, in the whatever area you live in. And then you could send something else to your friends that family only or close friends. So you can kind of customize and really get contextual on what you're actually going to do. If Mike has, I know Mike has his kids in baseball and he's got his 60 families that are in the different baseball team. So you can have a totally separate contextual message of just those people and just kind of talk about that and then lead into this. Say, hey, I know we're on the road traveling baseball all the time. And by the way, I need your help. Right? So you can just really contextualize and do this beautifully. It's such an amazing tool, guys. Yeah. So that's one way to do it. The other thing that I really love that I think is completely underrated is leveraging the social search bars. So using Facebook, they all have it, but using Facebook as an example. If we know that when people have kids, that that is a tr often a trigger point for needing to do something real estate wide wise because they need more space, right? We know that that is event. And I want to get in front of them when they're having that event, right? When that event is happening to them, because that puts me in a position to be able to potentially do business with them. One thing you could do is literally go into the search bar and search pregnant. And at the top, when you search in Facebook, as an example, you're going to have things pop up at the top tabs that say posts, groups, blah, blah, blah. The groups would be one thing, but I think the underrated thing is actually clicking on posts because what Facebook's going to do now, it's going to show you any posts and it'll show you your sphere first, like people that you're actually connected with friends wise. And then it'll show you public posts of anyone who's used that keyword that they are pregnant or pregnancy or having a baby, whatever you want to search will come up. Now I can jump into conversations, right? And I can do this with any niche. So when we talk about owning a niche and building connection, this is a strategy that 100% works. If I go into that search bar and search Washington football team, and I can look at any post that's happened recently where people are talking about the Washington football team, and now I go start commenting on that post, 
Now I'm able to start a conversation and build connection, right? In a niche that I have a connection to and, and contextual to and can obviously have a intelligent conversation, but also bring value, right? That is one way that we can really own a niche and really jump into things at the right time. Guys, you can search divorce. We have one agent, I don't think they're on here with us. We have one of our agents that's building an entire business off the divorce niche, right? Like a ton of work into it, but it's really paying off for them. They can literally search the word divorce and then start jumping in and commenting on different posts where people are talking about getting divorced or how to deal with it or whatever it is but they're jumping into those conversations, which is now allowing them to insert themselves. And if they're really doing it with the intent to bring value, then that could pay off. Now, this is this is all short-term stuff. And, and again, can be used long-term as well, right? By just owning a niche. Because I don't care if it's cooking, puppies, whatever you're into, you search that and start having, get into the groups and then start entering the posts and having conversations about that niche you're going to start building your reputa reputation within that niche. I really so hope it's not a, a group about cooking puppies. <laughs> if there's a group about <laughs> cooking puppies, that's a group you probably want to report. There, there was a comma between those two. There words. was definitely a comma between <laughs> those two things. I would. I am not a member of a cooking puppies group because that, would, that would just be wrong. We puppies just wanted to clarify that. For <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Absolutely. Um, the other way to do this is LinkedIn is a, a great platform for this because I showed it to our group this morning. Guys, if you do nothing else that we talk about here in today's session, go on to LinkedIn, update your profile, make sure it's complete and up to date. Once it's up to date, based on what you put in there, LinkedIn is gonna start indexing other people who have similar jobs, were from the similar companies, were the same company, have similar connections, the algorithm's going to go to work. And when that goes to work, here's the best thing about LinkedIn. You will start getting notifications. Those of you that are on LinkedIn regularly now, you'll know what I'm talking about. You're gonna start getting notifications throughout the day that says, John Smith just got promoted to vice president of sales. Jimmy started a new job, blah, 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 blah. And you're gonna start getting these life event updates on LinkedIn. Now, literally, with the touch of a button, all I have to do is click, hey, it'll say, say congrats. You click that and then click send. And now I've started a conversation with multiple people who are getting promoted, changing jobs. And what oftentimes does that lead to? Leads to them starting to do real estate transactions, right? So these are just simple free ways that if we just leverage the platform for what they do, we can actually generate business, start owning a niche, and start having real estate conversations, which is really what social is all about. Going a little deeper into what you're... You cut out there, I didn't hear you. Let's say if you're in Orlando, right? Washington Redskins, Washington football team, Orlando, finding those groups. If you want to really leverage and go deeper into auto networks, it's worth your time to go in there and comment like Mike was talking about and start engaging in their post, but then start sending a friend request to the people on there. And if you just look like that weirdo that just started liking a post and then just jumped in for the friend request, it looks like you've got ulterior motives, right? So 
it's better to infiltrate into the to, to the group and start contributing in and start commenting back and forth and then all of a sudden when they see a friend request you're not so you're somebody they've seen so it could be a, a multi-day strategy to go in there and comment on as many posts as you can and let's say you lived in west chase community and you go into the west chase group and you start liking and somebody says hey does anybody knew a good professional um dry cleaner in town i just moved here from chicago and say, hey, yeah, why don't you try Sun Country? And, you know, they do a good job for me. Bring value. Anybody know a good florist? Yeah. I mean, even if you don't, guys, Google a good florist in West Chase and, and bring value and show them what you want and get some referrals and send it out there. And this way you're actually somebody's contributing and sending pictures and, and, and talking and just being, uh, being a member of their tribe, of the community. And then you're not a stranger when you when you ask for the friend request. The reason why is one of the key things about auto networks is the ability to really infiltrate a group. So if you had West Chase community as, and there's a, a West Chase homeowners association group, you can actually go into auto networks and go attack the groups and download and rip out every single member inside that group and then send a friend request to them if you needed to, or send a message to them. But you know how messenger works. If you're not really friends with somebody on messenger, it's going to go into that weird ass spam file that nobody even checks. But if you are friends with them, they're going to get the message sent directly. So that's just a good contextual little, little trick to get in there. And guys, don't try to be everything to everybody. You can't like every group about everything. You don't have time. And if you're honest with yourself, you don't need to, you need one or two extra deals a month. Most everybody listening right now would be happy with an extra one or two deals a month. That's an extra 12 or 24 transactions a year. You're going to make about 7,500 bucks a deal. So what do you want, right? So start, stop doing a lot. I was coaching with an agent this morning and she was on a, a big high producing Keller Williams team. She was our listing agent. And then she was so nervous to make the jump to come over and be her own agent and just to spread her own wings and start to fly. And it took her about a year of just the mental drunk monkey battling to say, I'm good enough, but I'm scared. And I don't think I know. I'm, I don't have the marketing budget. I don't know as many people. I haven't been doing this for so long. I don't think I'm going to go on my own. I think I'm going to fail. I'm going to screw up. What am I going to go do? Right. And then she was ready. Then she wasn't. Then she was ready. Then she wasn't. Was it ready? Then she wasn't. Then all of a sudden she takes the leap and, and just comes and does it and, and does a couple of deals, but is still nervous as hell because she doesn't know how to, the deals are done or if it's duplicatable, if it's ever going to happen again. And then she starts posting. And she starts becoming her own and people actually like her and they trust her and they're giving business and she's crushing it right now and took that major leap. Right. But you can't do that. Right. You keep, you can't do it. It doesn't happen that quickly until you actually make that leap. Now her entire business is spent just niching down into her organic reaches. She spent $0 on, on marketing. She doesn't do any paid advertising. Everything's organic to her sphere. She comments on her friend's post. She gets into Messenger. She does the auto network. She reaches out. She works a couple of communities in little beach towns where she is. And she in integrates into those markets and those niches and provides value and brings comments. And before you know it, people are reaching out saying, hey, I saw your video you did about the new construction project. I got a couple of questions for you. And then it just keeps going and going and going. But she can't do that to the entire state of Florida or West Virginia or wherever you may be. It's just impossible. So niche it down and super niche it down. Right? If you really want to find dog lovers, not ones who cook a puma, right? If you want to find dog lovers <laughs> in, in Asheville, if that's your marketplace, then fo focus on dog loving groups in Asheville and comment and credit and, and make that your tribe. 
and then that could be it. So too many too, agents are working too hard, trying too hard to do too many things, to try to be everything to everybody, when all you really need to be is be your authentic self and just put yourself out there and, and be okay with the fact that half of the people are, people are going to not like you. And you got to just know that that's the way the world goes and be okay with and bring just focus on like joseph focus on bring value i think one one post that could work extremely well um on auto networks or you know we keep saying auto networks if you don't have the 150 bucks that auto networks cost then there's that's no excuse that just means you got to do it by hand right so now we're just going to go into messenger and message people by hand so maybe it takes you a little longer maybe you have to segment out your list and do it over you know, a week or two weeks, depending on how many people you have or how bad you need the business. But either way, these messages will work and starting one-on-one conversation will work. Auto networks obviously makes it easier, but that's not, again, that's not an excuse. Now, one thing that I think would work extremely well for all of you is if you literally went into Messenger or went into auto networks and shot every single person in your sphere of message that said, hey, you're a friend or family member of mine. I'm reaching out to everyone because I know all of you know how much money is in your bank account. Yet your home is likely your largest financial asset and most people have no idea what it's actually worth. So as a courtesy to all my friends and family, I am offering you, send me your address and I'm gonna do a high level, we call it a spa, strategic price analysis, call there um or cma whatever you want to call yours for you at just because you're my friend or family and i think it's super important especially in the way the market is right now for you to know whether you do anything with it or not exactly what your home is worth right that message goes out to your sphere it will work here's another opportunity if you send a message to everyone saying hey it's been a crazy year I know a lot of you in my sphere are either small business owners or knows other small business owners. We're all in this together and I want us to band together. I want to support local businesses. I'm looking to partner and help with other local business owners in any way that I can. If you know one, tag them, have them message me, let's connect. I want to support you. And just that alone, we'll start conversations, we'll start opportunities, we'll start connections, we'll start, we'll start partnerships. Guys, this is how this is how social is meant to be used, but it's just a lot of times we we get lost in the marketing side of it. And I just want us to get back to just being practical and doing setting a framework that can allow you to actually do these activities every day, which is why on our site, which is there's a hundred percent free. If you go to BE3, BE, the number three agents.com, we've got a bunch of guide. There's a daily marketing guide of activities that I think you should be doing on social every day that walks you step by step through it. There's a ton of content on there for you, including auto networks class that we're training that we did. Guys, use this stuff. It's free and it's it will only help you grow your business, I promise. That's right. And that's that's really the whole that's the game plan is, is simplify. I, I don't, you guys are just, everyone's learning clubhouse. And so when I'm working on another business at night, sometimes I, I just pop into rooms, start chatting um, when I'm called up to talk. And other times I just passively listen and do that. And it, it's amazing to me 
how people are complicating the hell out of this business. It's really not needed. It's really not. You just pop in, talk to people, and get in the way. And I say that in the nicest way, but everybody who's buying or selling real estate is buying or selling real estate with or without you. We don't have a special power, right? We're not superheroes. If you got sucked up by an alien spaceship, I always say, they're going to buy anyway. They're going to sell anyway. So all you have to do is become top of mind when the time comes that they're actually thinking about buying or selling and they actually like you, trust you, feel comfortable with you, and they want to do it with you. It's not hard. But if you're not top of mind and in their feed, you have 0% chance of actually being selected to be the one that guides them in the largest financial transaction of their life. And then the, the biggest thing is coming to terms with the fact that people only move every seven to nine years. It used to be five years. Right, it just changed the migrating migration patterns of the world. Has just changed. People stay put longer. So seven to nine years—that's a long ass sales funnel, guys. That's a long time. So the quicker we really grab on onto the fact that all we're trying to do is own that one little file in their brain that equals real estate. Like to me, if you said, "Hey, do you have a good tax accountant advisor?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Right, and I have one because I only have room for one of everything in my life. Right. So who is your attorney? Well, which for what, right? Here's my business attorney. Here's my tax attorney. Here's my this. And everyone's got a, a little segment. So who's your agent? Who is your insurance guy? You've got to just become the real estate guy or girl in your sphere. And the only way to do that is to become top of mind. And it's never been easier and cheaper or, or more effective to just do it, but you've got to do it consistently or don't even bother using social as one of your pillars. It's really not necessary but it's, it works. I mean, but the problem is it's in the title, everything works and it's aggravating. It's annoying because you can do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And you'll actually have no business. When we always teach a lot, just kind of pick a lane, stay in your lane and go all in for a quarter. Right? The focus now is you've got 13 weeks in Q1. And for the simple part of it is you really, if you're honest with yourself, you need one good solid appointment this week. And that's all you need. One real seller that's ready to sell or one good buyer that's ready to buy, like not thinking about it. And maybe when their lease is up in April, they might move or, you know, they're kind of checking out the thing and they're, they want to talk to a loan officer. That's not an appointment. That's lead. That's a lead follow up that you just have to follow up them, them until they're ready. But who is your real appointment this week? So if you go out there with that intention for this week and say, I will find somebody by Friday, one person that's thinking about selling the, their house or one person that's actually ready to buy and perfect example i'm gonna mute mike for a second we heard some ice falling into your cup while you're there perfect example i was talking to my son's teacher and she's looking to buy a house right now and she was out looking at houses this weekend and i said why are you teasing yourself that's the most aggravating thing you could possibly do and it's not fair to yourself and you're just wasting everybody's time because she's talking to agents left and right who now think they have a buyer they don't have anything yet. They have a lead. She has no clue what loan programs are out there. She has no idea what she qualifies for. She has no clue anything yet. She is not a buyer, right? And I'm talking her through the process. I'll get her hooked up with somebody who's going to do a great job, right? But she's not ready yet. And she has to be told, look, you can't do this. This, this is not the time. The, the time is to get ready and talk to the lender, go through the underwriting, get your pay stubs together, get your tax returns, pull your credit, Get a clear picture to find out what your buying power truly is and then decide whether it's a house or a condo or a townhome. What's the HOA? 
That's going to factor in a death to income ratio. All the stuff you don't even have a clue about what you're talking about yet, but stop it. You're going to fall in love with a house you can't afford. And you're going to get bummed out and depressed. So do it the right way and let's get it done. Right now, that's lead follow-up. That is not an appointment. And too many agents, you're going to think about that as a great appointment. I had a, I've got a good buyer. She's one of my leads. She is, but she is not ready yet. She might not be ready for nine months, maybe a year. She might just leave. But that's that's the point, guys. So all you have to do is drop the bait, and the bait is you. And are can I trust you? Are you good at what you do? And do you care about me? And that's the whole point of this of this whole web. And it's because the moving life cycle is seven to nine years right now. It's really them just thinking about you when they're thinking about real estate. So when they're at their kid's soccer game this weekend, and their friend says, "Oh my God, we got a job transfer. We think we need to move." Your friend thinks about you and sends you a text saying, hey, my buddy so-and-so is thinking about moving, give him a call. That's our whole game plan now, guys, is just to become top of mind. And that's why auto networks is so important. That's why consistent posts are so important. That's why our daily marketing guide is, is so freaking valuable. But it, it works. Now, let's open it up for questions. Do any of you, is there anything social related, any questions that we can answer, anything you're struggling with, any ideas you have, maybe something you're doing well? Raise your hand. We can bring you up to stage. You can talk, but we'd love, I'd love any Q and A, any, anything from you guys, any comments, concerns, anything. Hi there. I have a question. What's that? Hey, so um, I think it's the big thing is uh, balancing between all of the different platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the younger generations are on, uh, well, to me, <laughs> younger than me, they're on the Instagram and the face, you know, they're on different platforms. So it's just a matter of being one to all or, you know, trying to scatter yourself or just focusing on, like Jeff said earlier, stay in your lane and what you're good at and what has worked for you. Facebook's worked for me. Instagram, I'm just, I'm finding it hard to scatter, you know, a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's gotta be a balance. I look at it in a couple of different ways. One is I'm perfectly okay with you saying, hey, I'm, you know, I know Facebook really well. I've got a big sphere there. I'm, you know, pretty much going all in on Facebook, screw Instagram, TikToks for my, you know, for my kids. I'm I'm sticking here. That can that's fine, right? I'm okay with that. Understanding a couple things. Number one, you were at the mercy of Facebook being there and being popular, which for the foreseeable future, I don't see as an issue. I personally never like to be super vulnerable to one platform. So if Facebook were to go away tomorrow, I want to still have built a solid enough sphere somewhere else that I could pivot and be okay from a social perspective. So that's number one. Number two is being okay, giving up some of that engagement with the first time home buyers and the younger generation because you're not where they are, right? And so as long as you're right. okay with that, that's fine too. Um, my suggestion would be the reason that I like working on multiple platforms besides not having all my eggs in one basket 
is if I'm just strategic on each of them, I think each platform does bring its own little uniqueness to the table. But I also think that it's just more eyeballs. It's more opportunity. So if my suggestion for you would be go check out um, our daily marketing guide on BE3agents.com and see if you could follow that. Because I think if you get really good at it, you would be able to do that guide across the four to five major platforms in under an hour each day. And that would be enough to actually get you quality engagement and quality following on each of them without having to do a whole lot of work. Okay, thank you. And so your um, platform also, it, it it works with all the platforms, it sounds like, right? So the or your network... So auto network is not ours, right? That's just a third party tool that we use. Um, so we talk okay. about it because it, we, because we do leverage it. So auto networks is different. So auto networks is Facebook only. Um, so as someone who does use Facebook, I would highly suggest taking a look at that. And if you need help finding it, just let me know, shoot me a, uh, shoot me an email or a text to the info in my bio. And I'll, I'll gladly help you because we've done some trainings and stuff on it. Um, but that's separate. That's that's just uh, a tool that I would highly suggest using. On be3agents.com, though, you'll see under step-by-step um, -step guides, we've got a daily marketing guide that literally will take you step-by-step -step on activities that I believe you should be doing, essentially 10 steps that I believe you should be doing every day on social. And so if you just follow that guide, it's a free guide. I would just follow that because I think you're going to see crazy engagement and improvement on all of your social channels just by following that guide. Okay, and it's uh, BE3 Agents, is that number three? Yep, number th BE, number three, agents.com. Okay, thank you, thanks for your help. Absolutely. So anyone else have any questions, comments, concerns, anything that they're trying that maybe you know is working or not working or something that they want to try anything at all we're, we're here to help in any way that we can yeah kind of a group group coaching venue as well anything that's sticking not working some advice we just love giving back guys this is kind of this is what we do and just raise your hand push the little hand raise button and we'll bring you on up Marcus from Germany is with us in the room down there. What's going on, Mr. Marcus? Let me know if you want to say anything, impart some wisdom from overseas to our group. We'll give you the mic. I'm looking forward to working with him. I've been working to try to get his butt over here to be working should, with me. We should bring Lauren to the stage. I know Lauren's doing some great stuff from a social perspective. We got it. We should make her talk. We just pass the mic to you, Lauren. If you're in a place that you can talk. <laughs> there you are. You know, that, you know, I'm always talk. Yeah. You, can you hear me? Yep. We got you. Okay. Now, um, yeah, it's going on. I've been with uh, the brokerage for going on. It'll be four years in April. And every morning we meet and monday mornings it's um you know marketing mondays and just following the guide has to by posting on social media for at least an hour 
each day, each morning. Um, it's time consuming, but it pays off. And I'm on <clears throat> all of the platforms. Um, Facebook, I've got two pages, a personal and a business page. Instagram, personal and a business page. Um, it automatically populates to in, into uh, Twitter. And I also uh, go on, I'm on LinkedIn as well. I just, you know, went ahead and I got, I got away from that for a while. Now I'm back on there. You just have to, once you start on one platform, you just go ahead and do it right, right one after the other uh, and carve out some time in the morning to do that. It has to be part of your routine, part of your schedule. I do that right after our morning meetings. We meet every morning from 8.30 to around 9.30. And right after that, that's when I start posting. And also I started a, uh, a Facebook page for small and local businesses. And I used to go around and do videos um, called Lauren's Locals and interview business owners. And I created a page with the same name and all I do is invite them to post and promote their businesses and don't mention one word of real estate. And it organically draws them to you because you're promoting and supporting the community and they reach out to you when they hear of somebody that's in the market you know, any of their clients, anybody, their friends, family, and sometimes it's even them themselves. And uh, they let me leave my, I have magazines I've um, published. It's a reminder media. I have magazines that I invest in and they let me leave my magazines there and business cards. So it's a, you know, good symbiotic relationship there with promoting one another. And um, because then they just they look at you and they'll read your posts. It should not only be about real estate. It, that's why I have two pages, a personal page and a business page for Instagram and Facebook. So they can see that you're a real person, have a family, have friends uh, outside of the business and they'll automatically be drawn to you. So that is, it has to be done every day. So when you do post about real estate, they're going to engage. So um, that um, Mike mentioned the um, marketing guide. Uh, if he, he'll give, he'll give you, uh, I guess the link on how to get it. It's, it's, it's very worthwhile. Warren, let me, let me add on to something because I know you've done this very well you don't really know all of the people that are your friends or followers right let's be honest you really just don't know you have some mutual connection with them they hit the button and they friended you most of you most of you Correct. so you don't know them they don't really know you but you have something in common like we teach a lot at our next level universities right it's you got to find three connections if you have three connections you have a solid relationship foundational base formed so you don't really know who's reading it so when you're writing your bios on your profiles and on everything, you've got to make sure that you reach out to the broadest net you can. So do you have 
you know, the personality profiles, DISC, DISC profiles, right? Are you a high D personality or high S? You have S or a C. Um, we've got a lot of training on our website on that too, the B3Agents.com. If you want to check those out, I'm not going to get into it now. But you've got to have the verbiage that it, that will resonate with a high D personality. You've got to have it light and kind of fun for the I personalities. You got to be kind of sweet and thoughtful and caring for the S's. You've got to be pretty thorough and analytical for the C's. You've got to be visual with your words for your visual people that their representational systems, how they actually see the world, right? Some people think visually. So you have to have the words like, hey, I can't wait to show you around. Let me look at this. You're going to see this. And then you're going to have some people represent the world in an auditory fashion where they're saying, hey, let's talk. Can't wait to tell you a few things and you know, mix that in. And then you have the kinesthetic people that are more touchy-feely and just want to get a feel for what's going on in the market. So when you kind of incorporate all of those different word structures, yes, it's sales guys. Yes, it's a little bit of work. But when somebody's reading your bio and or reading about you or checking out your post, if you just post off the cuff, then you're only going to be attractive to people that are just like you. If you actually put some thought and energy behind it, you can actually be attractive to many people because you are speaking their language. So visuals will be totally turned off by a non-visual person. And why not do that? And one thing we didn't really touch on, especially when you get a lead, right? You get a lead that comes in, it's a Zillow lead, it's a buyer, it's a referral from a friend of yours, your mutual friends on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. You've got connections that way. Guys, it's at your fingertips right now to do a little bit of um, stalking, for lack of a better word, and go to their Facebook page, Google their name, Go onto the forewarned app like we give, we have through our agents through Century 21 platform is a basically a spy platform. You can find out all about people and their phone numbers and their names and where do they work and what do they drive and how much is their house and where they arrested, everything you need to know about people. So do your research before you call them. And if you know that it's John Jackson and John is a data analyst for tech data, right? Man, you better have a pretty good clearing. <laughs> it's pretty simple that the guy's gonna to wanna to know some facts and some data and is gonna be a little more analytical. So be a little more analytical in your approach. So check out their profiles, go a little bit deeper. And the whole reason guys is to make your closing ratio a lot more effective. So isn't it better to talk to three people to get a closed deal rather than 33 people? And most agents in this industry and most people in this world just kind of bounce through life without any thought about how can I really create trust with the other person I'm talking to? How can I make them feel comfortable? How can I give them the best experience I can in this process, in this transaction? And all you have to do is really pay attention to how they operate. And when you help them operate in the way that you, when you operate in the way that they expect, then you're going to have a great relationship. They're going to have a great experience. And we always keep talking about how the lifetime value of an agent is 130,000 bucks, because once they close, they're going to give you their friends, their families, and their neighbors, and their sphere, and you know, their kids parents and teachers and their kids parents and their kids teachers um, all their friends in the baseball teams i mean it's a lifelong business guys and repeat referral is the name of the game and so every deal you do is worth one hundred and thirty thousand bucks in your bank account so let's take a little bit of time and let's do a little bit of study and let's let's dig a little bit deeper and let's understand who we're dealing with guys it's it's all out there and it's at your fingertips That was a long rant. <laughs> Other questions, comments, issues you're having um, issues with? Raise your hand, flash your mic. 
anything we can do to help you guys. No shyness allowed over here. Anybody else? One thing that I think Warren mentioned um, that I really agree with, and I think a lot of agents struggle with, is how much should your content that you're posting be personal versus business? And quite honestly, I think you know, Lauren hinted on it that most of what she posts is not uh, about business. And I think that's 100% right. Um, for me, 80 to 90% of the content that you're creating and posting should not be business related. Doesn't need to be. Um, I promise you, you do not need to tell everyone that you are a real estate agent in every post. They will get it, they know, and when they need it, they will use you if you are being consistent, if you are bringing value. So taking that into account, it's super important to make sure that 80, 90% of what you're posting has nothing to do with real estate, value-focused, contextual to the niches that you're going after, everything we had talked about previously, all of that is super important. So I just want to really highlight that because I think that's a valid point and it's something that I see a lot of agents struggle with. Um, if the only time you're posting is when you got a listing or when you just sold something, those are important to tell the world about, but that can't be the only time um, because you're going to lose value and you're going to lose trust within your sphere. So they want to see you guys. You are your business. You're not selling a product. You're selling yourself. And going a little bit deeper on that, I was talking with Danielle, one of our agents this morning, which we'll, we'll actually put out a little content about that later um, today. Um, no pressure on that, Jonathan. <laughs> but um, it's really, you've got to post and just be you. Too many people say, God, I don't know if I should post that. What if people don't like it? What if it, is that appropriate? Is it not appropriate? You just need to stop it, right? And just post it. 50% of people are going to not like it. In fact, they might hate it. And 50% of the people are going to like it and think it's cool. Guess what? There's nothing you can do. But if you don't make a stand, if you try to pacify everybody and be PC and what is everybody going to want, then you're going to look superficial. You're going to smell like you have commission breath. And they're going to not like you because you're not going to be sincere. So you tried to be everything to everybody, but you ended up turning off everybody. Like, there's like, what is this person trying to be? Who are they? Do they even know who they are? Can't even tell. It's too superficial. What's going on? And the reality of it is burp if you burp, right? Be you. Push it out there. Wear what you wear. Talk what you talk about. Think what you think. Post your things out there. And you're going to be polarizing whether you want to be or not. So might as well embrace it and actually attract people that actually like you. Because if they don't like you, they're not going to do business with you anyway. But might as well give people a chance to be attracted to the real you. And once they do, then you don't have to worry about it because you're the real you. You're not going anywhere. You're not going to change, right? Just put it out there, but if, just give them a chance. But in the initial, going back to what we said, the initial attraction strategy, make sure you're hitting the Ds, the Is, the Ss, the Cs, the V8, the As, the Ks. Like, how are they actually connecting with them, with the, how they're actually talking? And that'll get them in, and then they can decide whether or not they like you. So if you're pushing out content, you're going to self-select out who's going to want to work with you. Some people are going to be like, man, I just don't like their attitude. I don't like their voice. I don't like their energy. I don't like the way they look. Swipe on by. Thank you.
bringing 10, 12 grand to the bank account every single month. And you don't need to do everything for everybody. You need two deals a month, guys. That's not hard to do, right? Just be out there. intentionally and unintentionally, it's being attracted to you and repelled away from you. Yeah, and I think that brings up another kind of question I get a lot, and I think something that's misunderstood too that you kind of hit on is, you know, how much should I post? How many times won't people get tired of seeing my stuff? Guys, the answer to that is no, right? I think we First of all, we overestimate how many people are actually seeing our stuff. If you're doing a really good job, you know, on Facebook, for example, 10% engagement is really good, right? So 10% of your total following is seeing anything, and that's if you're doing a really good job. So not that many people are seeing it. But worst case scenario, if they're scrolling and your stuff pops up and they don't want to look at it, guess what? They just keep scrolling. It's not that hard. So you're not disrupting their life. You're not interrupting what they're doing. They're on the platform wasting time anyways. So you might as well give yourself the opportunity to be in front of them, right? Now, obviously, the better content you create, the more funny you are, the more entertaining, the more engaging. Yeah, they're, you're going to get more views. And, and that's obviously going to tell the algorithm that they care about what you're seeing and slowly you're following and everything's going to get bigger. But just keep that in mind because um, I think that's something that's overdone. And then, you know, as far as how many times to post, honestly, my advice is as much as you can. For some of you, that's going to be once a day. For some of you, that's going to be once a week. Um, but if, you know, you can do twice a day, that's better than once a day. If you can do two times a week, that's better than once a week. So just as much as humanly possible, because the more you post, the more opportunity you're telling, giving a chance for the algorithm to pick up that people like what you're posting about, which is going to give you bigger reach. So just a couple other things. Those are common questions I get a lot. So want to make and sure what and what to post about one of the ones today I was doing. I've got a bunch of new new construction projects going on in the market that I'm in right now. And one of the agents wanted to do videos. And so she asked Jonathan and I, who's Jonathan's in the room. He's our videographer on staff. And we go we just did an update on two condo projects that we have going up. And so Danielle said, I'd like to go shoot some content. So we did. Now, they're not even her listings, right? They're inside the brokerage. But she went up there and said, hey, here I am in front of this new project. This is where the groundbreaking is. It was happening at the foundation stage, blah, 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 blah. All she's doing is saying, hi, I'm in real estate. And the rest of it is blah, 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 blah. She could be standing in front of an apartment complex and say, blah, 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 blah. But it's her in front of an apartment complex. It's her in front of a single family house. It's her in front of a duplex. It's her in front of a beach condo. It's her in front of a new construction project. And it's interesting when people are scrolling, they're like, wow, there she is again. She's doing a deal. Oh, look, she's in front of a new construction. Oh, she's in front of this. Oh, she's at an open house. Oh, she's doing this. It doesn't matter, right? All you're doing is starting, it's, it's Pavlovian, right? It's it's the Pavlov's. Hang on. With... There we go. I was trying to mute you, Puma, because I think you're walking. The phone was in your pocket. But uh, <laughs> it's a Pavlov, Pavlov's dog, right? It's real estate equal you, you equal real estate, you equal real estate, real estate equals you, you are you, you're with the kids, you're with this, you're starting to become human and you're becoming a real estate agent. You know, some of the best posts are the real posts where you're actually 
sitting in your t-shirt driving to pick your kids up and you're talking about a deal you just had or you're excited or things happened didn't happen and people actually see the realness so that's the fun part about it so just really just get out there and there's some of you on the king you do a phenomenal job see some of your content pushing out there um natalie's out of it she's done a lot of stuff on her content too i see back so, that jeff what's that can i piggyback on what you yeah just, please do yeah with uh videos you just need to do it everybody that knows you know what you look like and um look i have a theatrical background so i am not shy but I, I was doing a video once and uh, doing an open house and I gave the wrong address and I, I, and I caught myself and I said, wait, don't go there because you're going to surprise the people at that home. And then I gave the correct address, but you know, people that know me expect that. So it, it's no big deal. You just, just like Nike says, you just need to do it. Make the video people like watching you. And the facts are those people probably weren't going to open house anyway. All they did was hear that you were doing real estate and you just put a little deposit into their bank about you being a real person. You're in real estate. So it doesn't matter what you say, guys. It just matters that you say it and just be deliberate about what you're saying. It's, it's attractive. Cool. Any other questions today? Comments, questions? Because we, we're going to be going on schedule. We can have an hour is what we have 2 30 3 30 every day we're going to be in here group coaching you can see we're we're here to give you guys as much content as we can as much help as we can and just kind of be your be part of your tribe so that is the plan any other questions ask if not i want to thank you for buzzing in here reach out our contacts and our profiles and we will see you tomorrow